Dana Chernis, I know you from um, back in the day. We were dealing with Crandon, with a mine, and we were dealing with some very dear friends of ours, the Churchills. And I had kind of a deja vu feeling today when we were listening to people talk about the water. Um, you're a young woman now, you're a nurse midwife, you've got your own family up uh, by Cornucopia. What's, what does the water mean to you? Well, when I think about my relationship with water as a midwife, I think about how we all, we all came from the water. We all came from our mother's water. And so life, water is life. My relationship with water has deepened um, as I've had the opportunity and privilege to work alongside so many water protectors. When we stopped the Crandon mine, Pinocchio mine, Nestle, south of Point years ago, on and on. There's so many, so many people that want to, to take, 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 take for greed. And so I think, like I said, my relationship with water has, has deepened through those experiences. Um, you mentioned the Churchills and uh, Roscoe and Evelyn Churchill taught me so much at a young age, along with so many other people about what it means to bring your gifts to a struggle and to be welcoming of all all people who have this common goal of making this world okay for our kids. And then when I became a mother, it really just notched up to a whole nother level because I saw clearly another really important reason that was very personal why we need to leave this place better than we found it. And it comes down to, you know, when we were younger, we were always told to clean up our messes and make things better than how we found them, to be respectful to our elders and re reciprocate and give back and tell the truth. And these people don't, I don't think they got those lessons. And so I'm really hoping and praying that somewhere along the way they find that. I'm coming back from Minnesota. I made two trips there to deal with Enbridge. Of course, uh, the focus was wild rice. I saw wild rice beds that looked like Texas, that looked like fields of rutabagas. There's lakes over there which will not even be accessible. Um, we're in the middle of a drought. I think we can fairly say we're in climate catastrophe. Um, that's my main concern, but we also are required to share with people. I remember um, a governor from New Mexico a couple years ago saying, you know, Wisconsin's got a lot of water and they ought to share it with us. How do we approach that? Yeah, I think that's a really, a really big question. Uh, I think that um, what we have is a disease of consumption in our society and an expectation that we are somehow entitled to these resources. and. So starting to reframe the way we think about how our relationship with the earth is going to take a long, long time. But I still hope that that can happen. But I think really that's the only way that we can find hope is if we can redefine our relationship with, instead of being takers, we need to be givers and caretakers of. When Joe Biden accepted the Democratic nomination. He quoted an Irish poet, Seamus Haney, and it was about violence and about how people brutalize each other. But a moment comes 
when history and justice coincide. And then he leaves us with this lyric, believe in miracles and cures and healing wells. You know something about those healing wells? What do they mean to you? For me, a healing well. Um, I've been getting my water from a healing well in Cornucopia for 17 years now. That water sustained both of my pregnancies. It's helped my family heal when they've been sick. It's my stop on the way home from a really hard day at work where I can put my feet in the water and wash my face and cleanse my day. The healing well is, it's not just a convenience, it's really a, it's a soulful place to, to our family and so many people here. So we listen to uh, county board members. Uh, they seem to be, uh, what shall we say, kicking the, kicking the ball down the road. There wasn't a lot of eloquence or uh, even some people weren't sure they wanted to come back to the next meeting. What's the status of uh, the appeal? Uh, Crystal's appeal right now against the uh, Board of Adjustment? Well, right now, she and her legal team are arguing that the, that the county and the, the local township of Clover don't have control over this and that they cannot, they don't have the right to determine a conditional use permit's appropriateness or not. What I heard today is um, the Bayfield County Corporate Council kicking the can down the road, providing a possible opportunity for other legal entities and stakeholders to provide legal briefs supporting local control. But I also believe that there is an element of um, protecting the county from lawsuit. Crystal has threatened to sue the county for her over $100,000 of legal fees for this appeal. And that would be the taxpayer's burden. So it's really in everyone's interest to to jump on this and bring your gifts and, and fight this fight. This is Nick Vanderpie with Dana Chernis for the Superior Broadcast Network.